Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's the Myrtle Beach Nerd, and I'm back again. Two days in a row. What the hell has this world come to, huh? Seriously, I mean, two days in a row. I can't believe I've done it myself, people. Anyway, today's Tuesday, March 12th in the year 2019. So, um, yeah, uh, two days in a row. I, I just don't understand it. But um, normally I save my Tuesdays for my rant podcast where I just pick a couple topics and just kind of rant about things a little bit. And that's what I'll be doing today. I do have a couple topics. Um, as you can tell by the title of this, Alyssa Milano is in the title. That cunt herself. Yes, I hate her and I will tell you why. She did something else really stupid lately. I'm going to be going over that. And I'm also going to do a quick little recap of Monday Night Raw, which I did not watch, but I did see highlights this morning. So I'll be just doing a quick little recap of that. Um, Raw doesn't really justify a very long one because it's the same thing every goddamn week. Um, yeah, they did like a Finn Balor thing. I guess he fought Bobby Lashley again, new Intercontinental Champion Bobby Lashley because of interference by Leo Rush. And like they've been fighting since the beginning of time, it feels like. I mean, holy shit, I think, I think at the Last Supper they, they watched them fight. It seems like they've been fighting forever, and it's just absolutely ridiculous. The thing is with those two, like, if, if they're going to have them fight all the time, at least throw the demon in there once or twice. I mean, it, at least spice it up a little bit. It's the same shit every week. But, yeah, um, just a quick little uh, update about yesterday's podcast. Um, I, I felt really good about it, you know? Um, actually going over the pay-per-view fast lane. It was fun. Had a good time. I got 24 hours to reflect on it now, and uh, I think I might do more of those. So keep a, keep a lookout for those, just wrestling podcasts in general. Um I'm not going to be doing it, like, permanent. It's not like a, uh, this is not going to be a wrestling podcast. This is a podcast about pretty much whatever I want to talk about, uh, whatever is on my mind. Uh, my wife will throw one out occasionally, too. She should be doing one soon. Uh, she's kind of on the fence about doing another solo podcast, so we'll see what happens there. Um, thank you for all that are joining me from the Reddit page. I posted a shit ton of links yesterday, and I posted one today. So uh, thank you for joining us. Um, please leave a five-star review and a comment as well. Uh, the email for this podcast is MyrtleBeachNerds, with an S at the end, at gmail.com. You can send in questions, comments, anything, any kind of constructive criticism. I'm very open to it. Um, for the people that are listening to the podcast overnight, thank you. Um, we appreciate waking up in the morning and seeing some some podcast comments and reviews and things like that. Uh, just to keep things in perspective here a little bit, um, I, I, I've been looking a lot in the podcast, like r slash podcast link. And there actually is one r slash podcast recommendation as well, um, you can leave you, your own recommendations for podcasts, things like that there. That's the one that I personally run. Um, the Ted Bundy series one, I, I know that one's been picking up a lot too. People are finding it on there. There's more subscribers to that page, so I may become more active on that. Um, not really sure I'm going to talk about there because, you know, we already did a big podcast and she did one as well about Ted Bundy. So we'll see what else happens. I mean, new details in the case emerge all the time. So, I mean, if something happens, we'll pick it up and we'll talk about it again. But, um, what the hell was I saying? See, this is the problem when you have mental health issues, man. You just go rambling. You forget what the fuck's going on. You just have a horrible memory. You got the memory of, like, a 90-year-old man. It's absolutely pathetic. But, um, yeah, for people across the pond that are listening, you know, thank you very much. I know we do have some listeners outside of the United States. Uh, thank you for that. Oh, yeah, keep things in perspective. Okay. People are probably screaming at their iPads, keep things in perspective, you idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, keep things in perspective, though. Like, I've been doing a lot of reading on the podcast link um, that's, that's in Reddit. And a lot of people are asking for advice on how to start their podcast and how to get listeners and things like that. Um, in all honesty, it's just you just got to hustle. That's really all it is. You got to hustle. You got to post links out there. You've got you've to find different avenues, think outside the box. And just get creative and hope, and hope you land on that Apple front page where we ended up a few times. We'll probably be up there again today, hopefully. 
if all goes well. Uh, people just find you there, you know, and, um, you know, another thing too is like, you just, you, you gotta use your hashtags wisely, uh, really use your hashtags and, uh, talk about things that people are interested in. Uh, yeah, like that really helps out a lot too. So I just had to send a quick text out to my old lady. Sorry about that. But, um, but yeah, like just use your hashtags wisely and let's talk about interesting things. And you know, there, there's a market for everything out there in this world too. Like how people go on that let go website and they can sell pretty much anything they want. Uh, people will buy anything. People will buy a lock of hair or people will buy families. They used to do that on the internet. Remember that people would sell their families and shit. I'm like, Hey, uh, you, you can buy this ready-made family. I remember that was in the news a while back. Uh, you can sell anything literally. And, uh, you just, just like words, you can sell words to people. There's always someone interested in something you have to say. I mean, everyone's unique and everyone's got their own life experiences. Uh, mine are just really fucked up sometimes and my views of the world are kind of screwed up. And I know that, and I realize that that's why I appreciate, you know, finding you guys out there, listeners, you know, who, who agree with me and, uh, feel the same way I feel. And even if you don't, you know, I'm open for debate. I'm not an, I'm not a piece of garbage, even though some guy said I sound like a douchebag. Anyway. Uh, let's just jump right on into this thing. I'm going to do the, the raw recap really quick. Just a couple of things that stuck out to me uh, that I thought were interesting. Like I said, there's really not much to care about. It was the same old shit, um, with the exception of the S.H.I.E.L.D. came out first. You know, they did their little farewell goodbye. We know this isn't the end of them. They're going to do another S.H.I.E.L.D. thing eventually. It's like how many times DX split up and, you know, this last DX match ever. The click, getting back together all the time. It's like there's always something and they're always going to... I mean, if there's a dollar to be made, Vince McMahon will do it somehow, some way. Even if Dean Ambrose, let's say, this hypothetically does leave, which I don't think he will, they'll find a way to get him back eventually. I mean, everyone does return home to the E. Um, Hulk Hogan did it even, and that was the one I never thought would come back was Hulk Hogan. Ultimate Warrior, another one, he came in. Sting, he fucking showed up, you know. Uh, These guys will always find their way in. Vince McMahon, you know, he has a lot of money, and people like money. And wherever there's a dollar, you know, there's there's an opportunity for someone else to come in. So hook him back. But anyway, the show started off kind of hot. You know, the crowd was going nuts for it. The Shield, you know, uh, really wasn't the last match of the Shield, but we do know what is their last chance of selling T-shirts for a little while at least until they bring them back together down the line. Because they're wearing a new uh, Hound of Justice shirt or whatever. It's a pretty cool-looking shirt, actually. I'm not too big of a wrestling shirt guy. I buy them more or less for collection. Um, last shirt I bought... I, I actually, you know, we, we did buy a bunch of the, the Diva shirts because that's all I really buy anymore. Like, I got, like, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte, uh, Becky Lynch, really cool one with, like, her beautiful face all over it. It says The Man on it. You know, it's a really cool shirt. Uh, I don't really buy them too often, though, but um, I don't really wear them out in public either. But that's, but that Hounds of Justice shirt looks really cool. That's probably one I would wear out in public. I remember there was a time where, like, they made them look like Affliction shirts, kind of. Like, the cool, like, badass symbol with the wrestler's name on it. I mean, those were cool. Those old-ass, like, remember the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels? He had one that was, like, all cheesy and glittery and shit way back in the day. Or those you just don't wear. It's, like, all bold and colorful. Like, the old 90s, um, the old 90s, like, superstar era. Oh, God, they were bad t-shirts. But then they got really cool, I think, for, like, Ruthless Aggression era. That was when they got really cool. I remember Orton and Triple H had these really fucking badass shirts. The two guys I can really care less for, but, I mean, really cool shirts. And now, like, they're starting to get back into that trend again. Because they took a little time off with this you know, really crappy shirts, things like that. But the Diva shirts I really enjoy. I, I like the Ronda Rousey one. I got the uh, Hot Ronda shirt, it says. Uh, the thing I like about that one is it's like a throwback to Roddy Piper, which is pretty damn cool. I'm a big fan of Roddy Piper. He was freaking awesome. But yeah, the Shield came out there to make their money. And perfect segue to Ronda Rousey. Um, the way she came out there and just talked all that shit. This is the way Ronda Rousey should have been from day one. I'm telling you. 
She should have been calling all the girls fake and just throwing it in her face and beating the crap out of them. That's the way she should have been. The fact that they had her come out all, you know, cute smiles and shit like that, you know, they shouldn't have had her come out like that, like, like a little doll baby with their freaking short mini skirt, uh, Piper ripoff outfit, uh, with, with the leather jacket. It, it was cool for her coming out with it, but I just think like her outfit, she would have been more suited coming out like she did in, in MMA, like with the same MMA kind of gear, that, that kind of thing. Just looking badass, you know, but yeah, her attitude is great. She cuts a good promo. I mean, she always did in the UFC. She always talked a lot of shit came up with her own little cool catchphrases like do nothing bitch and all that shit she was saying kind of wish they gave her more creative freedom from the start because then she would have been more interesting i think the crowd really would have dug her because i mean her in-ring work isn't great but it's not bad it's very passable i mean she learned quicker than almost anybody else in wrestling had a great match with triple h and stephanie at wrestlemania last year and i'm sure they had a lot of prep time with that one so there was really little room for error they played it safe too it's like they're going to play it safe with becky and uh, charlotte in there as well with her two seasoned veterans who can really make anybody look good Except for each other at the last pay-per-view. Right, but that's another story. But but yeah, Rhonda, she came out there talking a lot of shit. Um, called the girls fake and carnies, and she was going to be, be the crap out of both of them. I thought it was freaking amazing the way she delivered it. You know, this really made up for a lot of those past flubs and performances that she had and then uh, really crappy interviews. But the thing I like about her, she does bring that believability because she was there. She was badass. I mean, they consider her the baddest woman in the world. They said she could beat up Floyd Mayweather at one point with that ridiculous shit they called you know, years ago, ESPN tried sparking it up. Who went in the fight? Ronda Rousey or Floyd Mayweather? Huh? And they were picking Rousey. Like, yeah, fuck you. Look at that worked out. But um, yeah, it's just this is really cool. I, I like this gimmick. I like this Ronda. And it would be a shame if she left after WrestleMania. When now it feels like she's finally hitting her stride. She's a badass. I love the way she talks. She's really cool. She looks the part. She is the part. And you know, if she's gonna stick around, I actually wouldn't mind her winning at WrestleMania. To be honest with you, if she's gonna stick around and be like this, Ronda, shit, you need to have her unbeatable, badass talking shit. Like, hey, I can kick your ass, and I'm gonna do it. And she backs it up every time and wins. So if she's gonna stick around after WrestleMania. I mean, we don't know that. And none of these freaking self-exclaimed uh, 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 fucking uh, journalists, professional professional people, you know, like quote unquote in the know, wink, wink. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So only only Vince McMahon knows and. Rhonda, of course. Hopefully she sticks around, but we'll we'll see. I mean, if she doesn't stick around, I hope Becky just taps them both out at the same time because Bex is Bex. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I really dig it though. She's really cool. Speaking of WrestleMania, um, this is uh, Kurt Angle's last one. Apparently, he's gonna have his retirement match. Hopefully, he sticks to it. He looks terrible. Um, he can't even stand straight. He looks like the fucking. You know what? When he stands up straight, he looks like the letter S. He got like his neck and then his back and all this other shit and his head's in one area, his back's in another and the spine's all screwed up and his knees are forced out too far and his feet are bent backwards. He, he looks bad, man. He looks like a fucking um, Stretch Armstrong toy. You, know, you can just bend him and pose him however you want. Remember that shit? That's what he looks like. Look, he, he's fucking built like a broken fucking slinky. You just, he just, I mean, he used to be great. I know he had a lot of neck surgery and fusions, things like that, to the point where now he doesn't even have a fucking neck. And he's always like beat red and just sweaty and shit. Looks like Shane McMahon. Uh, he 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 needs to go. Um, he can't put on a match like he used to. Yeah, he he needs his health. He's got a family. He's just had another baby, I think, like baby number sixteen for Kurt Angle. Um, he really needs to. He really needs to just take it easy and just get out of it. I mean, he made his money. He's got a legacy. He's one of the greatest of all time to ever do it. Uh, he, great classic matches with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania and TNA. He probably had his best career in TNA, to be honest with you. He had a lot of good matches there and carried the company. Yeah, it, it's just time. You know, some people, it's just time for him. And this is definitely Kurt Angle's time. Uh, people, I would like to see him wrestle. I would like to see him wrestle Cena, maybe 
put John Cena down. Uh, Undertaker, maybe just some, just just like another legend. You don't need to sacrifice a, a up and comer unless you're going to make him at WrestleMania. And at this point, you know what's really there to make. Kurt Angle's a shell of his former self. Um, he's really him putting someone over really doesn't mean much of anything. I say just bring out a legend, have him put out a good match, and just send off. You know, see you later, Kurt. Great career. Thank you for the memories. I was never really a huge Kurt Angle fan, but I'll give the guy respect. He he was really good. Um, I, I didn't like him when I was younger because he felt like a creative wrestler when he first came out. If you guys remember the game No Mercy, you can create your wrestler and give them all, you know, your favorite superstars moves. That's what Kurt Angle felt like. I mean, he stole the uh, the Benoit repeating German suplexes, Ken Shamrock's ankle lock. Hell, he even stole the Patriots' damn music. A lot of Taz's old suplexes he stole, like the suplex machine Taz. He did all that shit. I get it. He was an Olympic wrestler, but it, it just felt like they slapped them together from a bunch of different guys' parts, and there you go. There's a, your prototypical wrestler. I mean, he, he did make it his own. He did it better than a lot of them. So, I mean, he really did take the angle out from Ken Shamrock and made it his own move. And the Patriots theme song, it's like, if you hear it now, you don't think of the Patriot ever. You think of Kurt Angle. So he took it and made it better. I, I, I just saw, like, the originality. He's like a sting, where Sting himself was, like, really, like, just, like, the, the face paint. I know him and Warrior came out together, but I don't associate face paint with Sting. It's, it's the Warriors, man. Now, the Scorpion death drop was his move, and then he started doing a sharpshooter, which, which I don't know. Him, him and Brett both claim to have done it longer than the other. I haven't really cared to even look into who's had it longer. But then he did the Crow gimmick, it just and then, like, the Joker from Batman gimmick in TNA. This kind of feels like, like with uh, Sting as well. Like, he never really had his own gimmick. He just seemed to copy off others. And he was pretty bland and uninteresting. The fucking crow thing was the worst. I hated that storyline. Beating up entire, like, rosters by himself with a stupid bat. But that's, but that's, this isn't about staying out. It's about Kurt Angle, you know. Uh, he'll probably be in the Hall of Fame as well. Uh, is he in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. They already inducted him. Okay. It's just, it's just like a blur. Like, that's how little I, I really paid attention to him afterwards. But good for him. Uh, what else we got here? Yeah, that's really it for the quick hits. Um, Alexa Bliss is going to host WrestleMania. Her sexy little ass. God damn, man. She looked good when she came out and made the inter- the uh, the introduction to herself. She went out there and said, oh, here it is. And, oh, it's me. And they played the music and shit. Do a little video package. Good for her. I mean, bad thing is, though, is like it feels like this is the end. Like, she's not going to be doing this much longer because she hasn't been, she's been doing everything but wrestling really lately. So, I mean, if, if this is her way of transitioning into like a different role, maybe a GM or something permanently, I mean, good for her. I mean, anything to get her on TV wearing those freaking thigh highs. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. She, she just needs to be out on TV more often. I don't care what she's doing. Just keep her on TV, please. She is, like, on another level. She needs to keep coming out. I'm stop drooling over Alexa Bliss here. But, yeah, I mean, it, she's going to be the host. Hopefully, she's she's out for more segments. It's just the opening. Like, welcome to WrestleMania. Get inter- interrupted by The Rock and Stone Cold, all those guys. The old-timers coming out again, probably. That's, that's what's going to happen. It's per the usual for WrestleMania, but... Anyway, good for you, Alexa Bliss. Anyway, today's podcast, let's talk about Alyssa Milano. No, wait, we'll, we'll, we'll save her for the end. We'll save her for the end. All right. All right. Uh, there, did you guys see the story about the man? He was uh, eaten by the whale <laughs> or some shit. Like, the, the whale got a hold of him. Fucking whale, like, some guy's, like, out in the ocean or some shit. And let me get the exact story here. Okay, his name is Rainer Schimpf. Fucking all-star name. Yeah, he was grabbed by a 15-meter whale, made him realize that humans are only a tiny part in the scheme of the Earth. Of course, I mean, the whales are the, the largest creatures on the planet, and I mean, they're fucking massive. Anyway, he was he was on a sardine run. Uh, he, you know, there's a lot of different things out there uh, in the ocean where he, he was. There's In that particular area, it was penguin seals, dolphins, whales, sharks, and all that shit. 
and, 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 and gannets as well, for you guys familiar with that on the fin. You guys fish. I used to fish with my dad all the time, so I kind of know a little bit about this stuff. Not much. Um, anyway, he was he was out there fishing. He was, he was snorkeling. Uh, this is in South Africa, by the way, on the Port Elizabeth Harbor. Uh, a large whale came and opened its jaws and engulfed him headfirst. He goes, once you're grabbed by something that's 15 tons heavy and very fast in the water, you realize you're actually only that small in the middle of the ocean. He's 51 years old, and he said him and two others had been in the water for two or three minutes when the whale caught him. I was busy concentrating on the sharks because, you know, because you want to know if the shark is in front of you or behind you, left or right, so we were very focused on the sharks and their behavior. Then suddenly it got dark. Uh, he estimated the whale was up to 15 meters long and weighed 20 tons, saying this was not really time for fear at that moment, just pure instinct. Uh, he doesn't really remember anything. It just happened really quick. So, I mean, the thing is about, about the whale, like whales with their mouths open. As far as I know, I mean, the whale is probably just inhaling or because like what they do is they're so big when they open up their mouths. I mean, you can imagine the fucking inertia, this, this getting sucked in. It's got to be insane. It, it's like taking a vacuum cleaner to an ant pretty much. And that's that's exactly what he must have felt. The second that mouth opened up, inpouring of water went inside the whale, and he just happened to be a part of it. He had no choice, man. That vortex is sucking you in, and you ain't going nowhere, man, but inside that damn thing's mouth. And I guarantee you, the whale probably was like, what the hell is this? It probably tastes like shit. Spit him right out, because whales don't really you know, eat other things unless by accident, because they suck in, and things just come in their mouths, and they can't help it. But anyway, when the whale grabbed him, he said he had felt pressure on his body. Once I felt something had grabbed me on the hip, I knew instantly he was a whale, and my next thought was that firstly, he can't swallow me because I'm too big. So that was kind of an instant relief. And then he realized the pressure didn't increase. It actually stopped. Uh, my next thought was that the whale may take me down into the ocean and release me further down, so I held my breath. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Let's get to the good part. Obviously, he realized that was not what he wanted to eat, so he spat me out again. So there you go. He was probably like, what the hell is this? Probably told all his whale buddies, like, this stupid motherfucker the hell was he thinking there's sharks in the water and this guy knows there's sharks he's looking for him he's he's trying to keep himself safe he's trying to make sure the sharks aren't near him he's out there snorkeling i mean i understand you want to be close to wildlife but that's why they have cages dude this guy was out there without a cage or anything like that to protect him he's he's lucky man he made it out he made it out really lucky because if that if, if that whale just would went about his business then even realized the guy was in there he would have died for sure he would have drowned him and then spat out you know so Anyway, it's a, I thought that was a really cool story. I saw that somewhere else, and I was like, I gotta, I, I gotta talk about that because to me, that's stuff like that's interesting, you know. All right, uh, something else I want to talk about here, and I'm not going to talk about too much because it's just a Tuesday podcast. A Tuesday podcast is something where I just spit out a little bit, go about a half hour or so, and talking talk about some things, you know. But um, oh yeah, uh, here we go. So this story, not really a story, just something I want to talk about, and the ocean. Now, actually, yeah, before I get there. This is like a little segue. I'm going to talk about NASA, but, you know, to stay on the topic of, of the whale, whales live in the ocean, and oceans scare the shit out of me. Ocean is extremely vast. I mean, the world is almost entirely ocean for the most part. There's so much, so much ocean that, you know, I mean, we're surrounded by water, and there, there's so many things in there. We just don't even know, but like, what, 3% of what the hell actually lives in the ocean. There's so, there's so much depth. There's so much shit that lives on the bottom of the ocean. We'll probably never figure out what the hell's down there entirely. We'll never have a true understanding of it, and there's not much resource in the way of, you know, checking out and see what's in there. The thing about the ocean in me is, like, I can go to the beach, and I can kind of, like, get my get my feet in the water, and I can go to about neck deep, but I don't go out far. The thing is, like, I, I go as far as a lifeguard lets me go. I'm not going out any further. I have no desire to. I just want to get, you know, some water in my body, get cool, go back out of the beach, hang out under an umbrella, and then jump back in when I get hot again. That should be the point of it. There's just so much shit in there that can kill you. 
you're not supposed to be there, man. The reason why fish don't walk on fucking dry land is because they can't. Uh, there's a theory they used to many, many, many years ago, and that we're evolved from fish because they say when babies are born, they have very like light bones. If you take a baby and throw it in the ocean, it'll float. But then once it starts developing its bones because it's outside of its habitat, it sinks. That's just something I, I heard a long time ago. But yeah, that's just a theory that some people have. I don't really share that one, but anyway. Uh, yeah, there's so much shit out there that can just kill you. It's, 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 it's infinite. The ocean is infinite, man. It's fucking huge. There's so much shit down there. There's probably billions of species of things just living in there. Bacteria. That, a lot of shit that we just don't even know about, man. And, and to me, that's interesting. If I had balls, I would be one of those like deep sea, like... Uh, like guys that goes in there and like looks for shit because there's so much treasure from like back in the days like the conquistadors and fucking vikings and pirates fucking back in those days where they would like sit there and fucking shoot cannonballs at, at boats and blow them up there's so much money and treasure hidden down there there's so many cool things that we could just fucking get and be billionaires if we went down there and found all that shit just imagine though, I mean, like that, like that would be a cool goal, man, just to sit there and have all this money and be like, all right, we're going to go do this. We're going to go find all this buried treasure at the bottom of the ocean. We're going to go find a spot and just get like a historian that knows where the wars went, find a general idea where the ships might've been sunk and go out, go down there and find it. Guarantee if you go into Titanic and you find shit down there that people had, I mean, like go like the rich bay of the Titanic and I'm sure they got some pretty cool things down there. People would pay a killing for just to have a piece of it, you know? Like I said, there's just so much shit down there. Like, not just, not just like, riches and treasure and things like that. Because you know there's shit down there, like, antique plates made out of solid gold and things like that. There's there's just so much. How, how many fucking boxes, tr like, treasure chests and shit are down there, man? It's crazy. Just imagine how much is down there right now. It's just, just sitting there waiting to be found, you know? I would fucking love to do it. But what that brings to my, my point about NASA. It's like, I, I think we need to take some of that funding from NASA and use it for exploring the ocean. There's so much shit down there that we can actually get to safely. I mean, you can actually safely get to the ocean. We have tools that'll get us down there, and we can we can get out of it, you know? Sure, there's a chance of risk for death, but there's an even bigger chance in NASA. I would rather be in the middle of the ocean without a fucking paddle, because I would have a better chance of getting out of that than getting out of the fucking space. Like, if I was floating around in space like George Clooney and fucking Sandra, Sandra Buttocks in that movie where they were in, where they were, like, in their fucking spacesuits just floating in space, I mean, I would much rather be in the ocean. And floating around space waiting for my air to run out. That's just fucking crazy. At least a shark can fucking bite me in half and end that shit quickly. It's just crazy. I mean, like, that's just me and my own fear. I'm sure some of you would rather be floating around in space just aimlessly for the rest of your life. Until your life ends, obviously. And fucking the sun, you float into the sun and burn up into a crisp. But, like, just think about this. If we took all the money from going out to, from going out to space, it just seems like they spend, like, trillions of dollars just shooting pictures of the fucking moon. If we took some of that money and actually went down there and found some of the shit that was in the ocean and, and like, got value for it or whatever, we could, we could probably get out of national debt. There's so much shit down there. There's got to be so much shit down there. It's this humongous area at the bottom of it. There's got to be, like, a fucking pile of gold or some shit, you know? But um, I'm, I'm not going to sit there and bash NASA the whole time because I'm sure they've done some good things. And I have found a website that shows spinoff technologies that NASA has found. And I know not all the money goes in and just looking at stars and whatnot. But, like... You know, I, I, but like, that's where a huge chunk of it goes. And I understand satellites, things like that. We need that. We need that for cellular service. We need that for a lot of things and for TV and shit like that. But it's just like, they, there are alternative ways that they could go about that and save money. You know, you don't have to have satellites in the sky to get a TV reception. Sure. It does make things interesting. And for programs like direct TV and 
if you like that, it would cause a problem. But now we're moving away from that. We're, we're, we're making everything app-based. So, I mean, we can bring that technology here. We don't need it in the skies or out in space anymore. So we can stop spending money on that and start spending money on things like, you know, uh, more hospitals or funding for, for health care for people. Take it out of NASA. I, I just think it's a huge fucking waste. I'm just going to read off a couple of these things, too, because I'm not going to sit there and just bash it, because I know some of you nerds out there, eggheads, are going to be like, what about this? What about that? Uh, so for health and medicine, uh, there are such things like infrared ear thermometers that NASA came up with. Um, they came up with LASIK. Uh, LASIK. So LASIK is, you know, the like LASIK eye surgery. You'd probably be familiar with it that way. Um, artificial limbs. Invisible braces. Yeah, that's a huge one. Uh, Scratch-resistant lenses, yeah, that's huge. And 3D foods printing, i never heard of that before. But a couple of those things, it's like, do you really need, like, you know, all that funding for some for some of that shit? A, a lot of that stuff, I think we would have figured out, you know, regardless. Or we were on our way there, just, just kind of sp- sped it up a little bit. And a lot of those things are unnecessary, too. A lot of it's cosmetic, with the exception of LASIK, which is like, you're, you're, you're freaking medic, you're, um... Your Medicaid, your Medicare, whatever, won't even cover it because it's they consider it a cosmetic thing, not something that you need. I mean, I should I've tried. My my insurance was like, yeah, fuck you. What else we got here? Transportation. There's a whole article about transportation. Not really much about that. Public safety, video enhancing systems. Yeah. Landmine removal. Yeah, I guess. Firefighting equipment. I mean, we we had enough. Temper foam, I mean, stupid shit, enriched baby food, portable cordless vacuums, freeze-drying, space-age swimsuit, sounds like a lot of unnecessary shit. Water purification, okay, that's huge. We we definitely need that. Uh, solar cells or for solar power, we may need that one day. So, so, so those are two, I'll, I'll give them. Uh, correcting for GPS signal errors, okay, all right, all right, we're getting there. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, computer technology, remotely controlled ovens. Yeah, get your lazy ass up, press the button, motherfucker. Um, yeah, I mean, like, really, like, powdered lubricants, huh? Food safety. Okay, I'll give them food safety. But, I mean, it's, it's just, it seems like there's a whole lot of, like, you just improve things are already there. Like, nothing really, like, with the exception of LASIK. Like, nothing huge to the point where it was like, okay, you guys are responsible for that. I just really think that, like, we, we should probably use our resources in better places. But, you know, I'm, I'm no genius. I'm just a normal fucking guy just throwing out my thoughts, you know. That's, that's just how I feel about it. You guys ready for the main event? Ready for uh, some Alyssa McCuntlow? So, Alyssa Milano, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go too much because I'm almost, I'm almost at my limit here for the podcast, my little time, const- my time restraint here. Alyssa Milano was slammed for calling herself trans and a person of color on Twitter. You got that right. Okay, so a tweet of Melissa, uh, Alyssa Milano's saying that activist and actress is transgender, a person of color, an immigrant, and disabled-faced backlash from both sides of the aisle. So she said she was a transgender, a person of color, an immigrant, and disabled. So she basically tried to say she's everything. Now, this is the tweet. My transgender sisters, I am celebrating you. This person, uh, Kirk Brown on Twitter, says, Alyssa, are you transgender? Questioned her. Uh, Alyssa Milano goes, I'm trans. I'm a person of color. I'm an immigrant. I'm a lesbian. I'm a gay man. I'm the disabled. I'm everything. And so are you, Kirk. Don't be afraid of what you don't know or understand. No one wants to hurt you. We are all just looking for happily ever after. 
In one of the most fucking ridiculous things I've ever fucking read, this stupid bitch tries to take ownership of everybody and just put it on herself. She is such a fucking look at me too piece of shit that it's fucking sickening. I'm ashamed I had a crush on this bitch in fucking 1988 or whatever the fuck it was when she, who's the boss was still making waves. She's such a dumb fuck, man. I, I just don't understand it. And people were fucking ripping her on this, man. This person, Beth McCall, goes, it's actually not that woke, which I fucking hate that phrase as well, are empowering to others for you to declare yourself a marginalized identity when you aren't. Come on, dude. And this just kept going and going and going, man. People were just ripping on her dumb fucking ass. This bitch tries to make everything about herself. I can't stand her, man. Who the fuck is she even? I mean, she was an actress. She was on Charmed, and she was on Who's the Fucking Boss, and she was in Poison Ivy showing her tits. Other than that, what else has this bitch done? I mean, she she's fucking awful. She's, she's a shitty fucking actress and a dumb person trying to stay relevant by fucking taking on all these social justice issues and trying to make herself some kind of pariah or something. She's a fucking nobody, and I, I, I just, I fucking hate her. That's why every time I say it, say her name out loud or whatever, I have to add cunt to the end because I can't think of any nice word to describe this bitch. She's just fucking super obnoxious, and I hate the way she, like, rallies the left around her and her stupid little bullshit causes without even, like, looking at the facts first. She talks all these fucking things, you know, all, all these, uh, like, quotes and shit on Twitter. She puts all these tweets out there without any justification, and... When she's found out that she's wrong, like with the whole Jesse Smollett thing, she she went out there and immediately was like calling for all sorts of shit to happen for this guy. When it turned out that he lied, she didn't go on and say, oh, I was wrong. I apologize for all the things I was saying about the right and Donald Trump and make America great again. She was mum, quiet on the whole thing and still try to fucking cover for this Jesse Smollett guy. So it's like, listen, bitch, just shut the fuck up. You're no fucking expert in anything. I mean, I understand, you know, saying what you're going to say because I say what I got to say on here, too. And that's the thing. I'm no expert. And I, I don't claim to be. Not trying to rally anybody into into believing anything or attacking any side based off of how I feel, and that's what they're doing, and that's what she's doing, especially. She she believes in a certain ideology, and she's trying to force people to believe in her way. And if they don't, they're the enemy, and she wants them fired. She's calling for Justice Kavanaugh to get fired. She's calling for uh, uh, who the fuck is that guy? Tucker Carlson to get fired off of comments he made ten years ago. Bitch, shut the fuck up. You're such an annoying fucking cunt, man. I can't stand that piece of fucking shit. And I used, to, I used to be a big fan of Alyssa Milano, too, until she opened her fucking mouth. Once the checks start, stopped coming in, once she stopped getting jobs, that's when she started to open her goddamn mouth. So please, somebody hire this bitch and shut her the fuck up. Please, please hire her. Put her in something. Just shut her the fuck up, man. I can't stand her. Oh, goodness gracious. Coming up this week, we got our Friday podcast. Still not sure what we're talking about just yet, but we'll figure it out. We always do. Ah, it felt good. Melissa Milano's a gun. Anyway, guys, you can find me at Twitter at Myrtle Beach Nerd and Gmail at Myrtle Beach Nerds with an S at gmail.com. Boy, it's fucking hot outside today. Myrtle Beach is looking beautiful, man. I hope you guys all sprung ahead your clocks and are actually, you know, waking up at a decent time and not dead tired like fucking zombies all day long. Get yourself a sugar-free Red Bull. Feel better, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I just wanted to get this little podcast out there, give you guys a little something to listen to. Just please let me know what you think. Send us some emails, man. If you're, if you're listening to this right now, you got a couple seconds, send us an email. Send us some questions for this Friday's podcast. We'll do a mailbag. And yeah, just let me know what you think, man. I appreciate you guys all for listening. I love you. Thank you all. And have a good day. I'll talk to you soon.